Welcome to another episode of the Marriage Mentor Podcast with Eric and Jolene Engel, where Eric and Jolene answer marriage questions for believers, looking at the root of the problem instead of the symptom, always while applying God's wisdom and word for a Christ-centered marriage. Hi, I'm Eric Engel with my wonderful wife, Jolene, with another episode of The Marriage Mentor. This podcast is a follow-up to, I guess, a question we've had in the past. And so we're going to read the title. The title is, Why Should You Let Him Lead When You Can Do a Better Job and How to Do It? So this follow-up, it's, follow, it's a follow-up question to a recent podcast of what to do when a husband isn't spiritually leading the home. Yeah, I had a lot of women who... Um downloaded that podcast because obviously it struck a struck a nerve in the heart of many wives and I just wanted to bring a little bit more um, clarity give some more guidance because you know I've yet to meet a wife who doesn't feel that she could do a better job of leading things than her husband I mean we it's like in our DNA and so there's a lot of questions that came in about okay my my husband's not saved do I still teach my kids the Bible? Do I still take them to church? And here's my short answer. Absolutely, yes. It doesn't matter if he saved her or not. The Bible does talk about the, the man being the head of woman and Christ being um, the head of man, 1 Corinthians eleven thirteen. But just because that position of headship has been given to the husband, it doesn't mean that a wife shouldn't be doing uh, spiritual things in the home, of reading her Bible, going to church, taking her kids to church, whether her husband's a believer or a non-believer. You know, I think where women get caught up is in the title. They want to own the title of, well, I'm the spiritual leader because he's not doing it. That is where I see the problem comes in because that brings in, in the heart of a woman, a spiritual arrogance and a spiritual pride. And when those things start to well up in the heart of her, then the self-righteousness comes out. And guess who's on the receiving end of that? Well, I, obviously it's the husband. But, you know, you, you touched on something right at the beginning that uh, I guess this seems to be a common theme. And I think there's, there's a reason for that. I think that women have been designed by God to be more devoted. As mothers, they're more nurturing. They're made as helpers for the husband. So they're more devoted... So I would say in general, they're more devoted to not only their family, but devoted to their faith. And men are more, uh, tend to be maybe a little more independent because God made them to go out and to provide for the family and take care. And so they have to be a little more independent to do that. So when it comes to their faith, that's probably the reason that there are a lot more women that will go to a women's conference than there are a lot men that will go to a, a men's conference. So... It's not a unique problem. Absolutely not. And it was one of the reasons why I wanted to kind of readdress this issue because a lot of wives feel um, that their man is worthless. You know, he's spiritually worthless if he's a believer and such. And it's just like I wanted them, I wanted the women to hear the why behind it. That it's just like part of it is in, in our nature, as you talked about, how we are kind of wired. But I also wanted to give a little bit of the how-to, kind of how to handle the situation when you feel like you could do a better job, because that pride is going to destroy your marriage. And that was my concern. It's like, don't get caught up in the fact that you have this to-do list of, look at all these spiritual things I did today, honey, and you've done absolutely nothing. Oh, worthless. And it's just like, don't take on that attitude. 
I mean, it doesn't matter to me how much Eric's reading his Bible or not reading his Bible. I'm still going to read my Bible. I'm still going to make sure that my kids are reading their Bible. I'm going to go to church whether my husband's there or not. But I'm not going to have the attitude of, oh, well, you're not spiritually leading me. Because the minute I have that attitude, guess who I just invited into our marriage? The enemy. The enemy. So that's my encouragement. Realize the why behind it. It's kind of how we're wired. But embrace the scripture. Because in our spiritual pride and arrogance, thinking that, oh, we're doing all these spiritual things, here's the reality. We're not being obedient to the scripture of embracing the fact that our husband is the head. Because your man has to stand before the Lord and give an account of what he did with his family, whether he's a believer or not a believer. If you're married to a non-believer and he's hostile about the things of the Lord and he's just bent out of shape that you're reading your Bible and you're taking your kids you know, to church, I would have a heart to heart with him and tell him that these are the things that matter most to me and this is going to make me a better wife. Gee, honey, wouldn't you like me to be a better wife for you? Wouldn't you want me to come home kinder and more loving and more gentle? What what man wouldn't say yes to that? Absolutely. Well, and here's something else. Uh, even even if he's not a believer, okay, and he does one small little thing that maybe is an ethical thing or a right thing that he teaches the children or, no, no, Johnny, you don't do this because that's not right. She needs to praise him for Absolutely. that and, and pull out the fact that that is spiritually leading because right. the difference between good and evil, good is spiritual, evil is, well, it's spiritual, but on the other end of the spectrum. Right, you know? right, so, right. So that's a way that she can even bring in her unbelieving husband into the fact that, hey, you are leading us spiritually. I, I really appreciate what you do. Uh, obviously, I, we want to go further in that. But if she encourages him, she'll go a lot farther than than con- convicting or, or discouraging. Right, him. right. Well, and, and I think that um, having the mindset of asking um, if he is a believer, I'd ask him spiritual things, you know, how, do, how, what does this mean in the Bible? And you might be scoffing listening to this as a listener thinking, well, I know more than he does. Again, that spiritual arrogance will cause a huge wedge. He's not going to want to step forward and, and go deeper in the spiritual things with you because he's going to feel um, emasculated. He's going to feel like, well, I can't measure up to that. And, and he's going to feel insecure. And so ask the spiritual questions so you, you could draw him closer to you. Um, as an unbeliever, it goes back to your conduct. Always goes back to your conduct, e- even, a, even a believer. Right, right. Well, and I want to expand that a little bit because let's look at a child, okay? Everyone who's had children uh, has Johnny come up and say, uh, Mommy or Daddy, look, I did this or that. And what do you say? That, that's a crummy drawing. I could do way better than that. Right. No, you encourage him and say, Wow, look how beautiful that is. Look what a wonderful job you did. And so if you, if you had a child that you wanted to encourage, you'd say, hey, could you figure out how to do this for me or how to do that for me? And what do they do? They rise they to rise. the occasion. Right. Okay? And you can do the same thing with your husband. Not that he's a child, but if he is maybe less spiritual, you can, you can ask him to help you in these things, even if they're things that you can do all by yourself. Right, right. Because that will raise him up in that spiritual Well, and encouragement is a huge thing. And oftentimes as wives, we just look at how come you're not leading us better. But encouragement is a huge key there. there there's one of the, your how-tos in how to really encourage him to lead um, the home, um, the, the spiritual side. If there is a spiritual side, 
um, that he he brings to just really kind of bless him in in that and um, build him up in those things. Be that wise woman who builds him up spiritually um, just by your words of encouragement. But here's something else that I want you to hear as a wife is stop looking at what other marriages do. Stop. I mean, and, and our society today is just flooded with all these marriage books and blogs and so forth. And it's just like, you know, be careful that you don't get caught up in the comparison trap. You know, because this family is doing these things, but my family, my husband's worthless. He ain't doing any of that. You know, next thing you know, you take on that spiritual arrogance of, well, I've got to be the spiritual leader of the home. So don't take that path. There's always someone better at something right. than we are. Just take the path of pursuing Jesus. Take the path of being obedient to the scriptures and what they have to say. And the one that applies in this situation is he is the head of the home. The husband's the head of the home, whether you like it or not. Give him... The, a position that that position is God appointed and God ordained and give honor to that position so that's my encouragement that I just wanted to kind of follow up with that show okay great encouragement I'm Eric Engel and I'm Jolene Engel at JoleneEngel.com